Hello, everyone out there on the big wide internet world. Yes, hello, hello. Dreams of a more smooth, better recording process for uh, BAP has been, I would say, dismantled completely over the last few weeks yeah. as my laptop has broken down. I broke out in hives because I've been so stressed about unbap related stuff. Yeah, let's just say yeah. XARM is very bad. I gotta say, XARM is very bad. We hit, we hit Folks, new levels of bad. I don't know if we did, or if in the two weeks since our, we recorded the no, XARM episode. No, we hit, we hit a new level of bad. We hit a new level, yeah. folks. Um, it remains not great. Uh, you noticed a few things this, this, uh, episode viewing, you kept chiming in, so. I hope you can even remember all the weird technical snafus with this episode because I have looking at my notes a little sparse again. When I watch X Arms, my brain just starts. It's like it's a turtle. My my skull is a turtle. Do you understand this? Yeah, analogy? I understand where you're going with this. And this and X Arm is a big falcon that comes and tries to peck at me, and then I retreat into the into it. And my consciousness goes inside and just kind of, I'm still seeing things, I'm still hearing things, I'm not doing anything else, but I'm also not really there. That's my problem with X-Arms, is the audio-visual experience that it creates is akin to a stress nightmare. Yes. A stress mare. Not really scary, but it does feel like you're trapped in a in a hallway full of mannequins that are moving like delayed, yeah, you know, there's delayed like, movement. Yeah. It's, we, we've we've gone beyond a fever dream into a like I said, like you said, stress nightmare. It feels like when I watch X Arms that I'm about to wake up and I'm going to be late for class and I'm covered in sweat. Yeah, that's roughly where I am, and I have no class to go to right now. Yeah, so it would be very strange if that were to occur, but. You know, I did start during the XRM process for for dis, for transparency's sake. I was chewing on some. Uh, let me let me get the brand here. Bigs Dill Pickle Classic. Uh, yeah, Dill Pickle flavored sunflower seeds uh, from the Bigs brand. Uh, and I've got to say, I was I sort of had I was on the pumpkin seed lifestyle. I mentioned this while we were watching. I'm coming back to sunflowers, and I've got to say, how do we, how have we not figured out how to deshell sunflower seeds? I don't want to go through that whole process. Yeah, no, it's well, we have not figured it out. It's like, is there a person who's like, no, I just really love chewing on the sunflower seeds and then spitting them out because you, if you're eating them, I've got to say, I looked it up. It's very bad for you to eat them. You can, you should not swallow the shells. Yeah, it'll fuck up your digestive system, and that's not good. A PSA. So, like, IMO, I'm going to probably move back to those nacho cheese-flavored pumpkin seeds, because that's really, that's the man's choice. Yeah. That's the that's the people's choice. That's what we like. That's what we love. Um, neither of them are as good as pistachios, but I've got to say pistachio shells are, they when you, when you eat them, just phase, fairies run around to your apartment, and they just shove them in random places. So you're just like opening up the couch looking for stuff for your remote and you just have like 
400 shells down there. And you're like, I wasn't eating them in the couch. I was in a different room. How did it get yeah. here? And the answer is little fairy guys put it there. And um, this transgression has gone on. As, uh, yeah, I guess transgression is the word I wanted to use. It wasn't the word I meant, but it's the better word. Uh, has been going on for a while. And the reason for that is uh, I don't know how to summarize this anime in a way that will make it sound like I actually watched yeah. it, even though I did. So, episode 7, notes. some shit I don't understand happened. Yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go to the Wikipedia page to see if they can explain it to they me. They cannot. Even though they we watched cannot. No one, I don't think anyone besides us have, has watched this far in the show. There are know? some people on now who have There's not an des- episode description on Wikipedia, folks. Yeah. We're flying blind here. We are flying pretty blind. So, last time, there was, uh, we ended on, the cops were trying to help the Yakuza buy some illegal weapons at a... At an auction. auction right? Led by an auctioneer with a skull face, who seems to be very familiar with Exxon boards. Yeah, and he's only known as the auctioneer. Yeah, he's only known as the auctioneer. He has a skull face. He wants to work with her. I hypothesize that it's his older brother. That is possible. Yeah. And we get a brief bit where auctioneer is arguing with the main character and is like, yo, the cops fucking suck. Look into the fucking, uh, the, the incident at the plant in this country, and then you'd figure out that the police suck. Yeah. And you're, you're, you're fighting on the wrong side. You want to fight with me. Yeah. If and, you know, and like, I'm we... not beta and you're not beta either. Beta's another guy. Holy shit. And the main character's like, I didn't blow up all of Tokyo. And he's like, yeah, no, dude, you didn't. I don't know why you thought that. Yeah. And that's just sort of the resolution of this plot line that the entire show has had of like, how will he overcome his guilt or whatever. And it's like, no. He never, it wasn't him, it was a different yeah, guy. Yeah, it was a different guy. He's been just wasting his time this whole time. This, this, that's like the central, like, tension internally in the show. And it's like if in the, at the end of Crime and Punishment, it was like, no, you didn't really murder that guy. Yeah. Spoilers, there's a murder in Crime and the Punishment. Spoiler alert for that, 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 that like, 100-year-old book. And second spoiler, they don't, they don't find another guy who did the murder. Yeah. No, there's a crime and there's some punishment. We get a little more information about the Arab man who was giving us bad vibes yeah. uh, after that. Um, also, the cops try to, try to look into the case and it's classified so they can't find anything yeah. out. No, that's a real fuck and vibe. We, it's, we got a real fuck vibe because he was talking about how he only loves things that are beautiful and had a little show to boy following yes. around him with a little little collar on. And we were like, Mm-mm, do not like yeah. this. So it turns out he's actually the emir of a country. Yeah, he's like... He, no, wasn't he not the emir? He was like the, the foreign ministry guy. He was in charge. Yeah. He was from the family that they had... That the religious fundamentals had overrun. Yes. Is I think what he said. Yeah. So basically, the... Ah, the Ikwan, I guess we'll call him that. I don't... I mean, they're not going to hurt us. We're not in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, yeah. and they... He was... He was he won a civil war, and so he's like, "All right, time to get some Japanese guys to invest in my country." And he was aligned with the Japanese guys, yeah, 
And then the Yakuza had a drone strike on his uncle, killing his wife and his his kid. Yes. Causing him to swear eternal vengeance. Yes. And then they also blew up a plant, if I remember right? No, the religious fundamentalists blew up the plant. They, okay. they, they established this plant bombing was a thing, and then they immediately say, oh, but that was the religious fundamentalists, though. The guys who aren't on screen and can't defend yes. themselves. Yeah, and so then after that, we begin what I believe is the funniest fight in the show, and easily is in So Bad as Good Territory, and... I don't think that the audience will believe us that we're giving the unvarnished truth of what happened. So that's kind of why I was talking about dill sunflower seeds early on to numb your brain. Uh, so this fight, the Italian guy sends his goon out, and then the audio just cuts out. Yeah. The audio of, of, of the whole fight cuts out, and he's trying, he's like fighting the Amir, and then it cuts to the, uh, the guy. The Middle Eastern guy, and he just has his shirt off, and he's just covered in tattoos. Yes, and they don't show a scene of him taking off his clothes. They just cut silently to him, and he just has a different outfit on. They didn't bother to just show him doing the Kiryu thing, where he just rips his clothes off and throws them away. They had Kiryu's voice actor in this show. They could have asked him, "How do you rip a shirt off?" If they didn't yeah. know, but like reasonably speaking, they should have known. Yes. There was no reason for them not to know. So this whole... How long was this fight? It was like two, three was about two, three minutes. So he's naked now. Of dead silence. He's naked now. It's silent. The visuals cut out, too. Yeah. This... This... And then, yeah. then it's... This was in... Then it ends and the Italian guy's like, oh, right. Let's show... Let's let's turn the silence off and see what happened. Yeah. And then... And, and then it turns out the guy won because he was yeah. stronger. He was stronger. And he was just like, I'm from the desert, so I can, uh, I can, I can sense you even when I can't see you or hear you. Is this when we start getting the dank lore about, uh, police cop girls, old, like, younger brother? Yes, this is when the dank lore kicks. No, 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 that hasn't kicked in yet. We get the dank lore about the attacks, though. Yeah, that her brother was lost in the attacks. Her entire family was lost in the attacks at this plant. And she's like, did you do it? And he was saying who did it, and that's when the sound cut out. Yeah. And when do, we start finding out about the Japanese restoration block, which is... It's it's just like a secret yeah. group in the Japanese it's, government that it's, is pro-Japan. It's, oh, it's old Shinzo at it again. Old Shinzo. Yeah. Old Shinny boy, you're, I see you again. Yeah, I see you there. And, uh, and uh, there are a bunch of shadowy guys yeah. who've orchestrated all this. Yeah, and they've orchestrated the temporary transfer of control of the police unit over to, like, external affairs, which is just their puppet. Yeah. yeah. And so now we're dealing with them, and they want them to protect the Yakuza man who controls the entire economy. But they, at some point, they decide to, that he's... Yeah, but I'm pretty sure that's, I'm pretty sure that's in the next episode. That's in the next episode, but here's the thing we start running into issues with. This whole series of events is so fucking insane. Like, I don't know how we can possibly convey it in the same order it was conveyed to us. I don't think we yeah. can. I think we just need to give information as it as it comes to our head in an order that makes sense to yes. us. Yes, so he had... So her brother survived the terror attack. And he, this guy, this random Arab sheik man... Gave him a full body cybernetic. 
Yeah. Yes. Which is illegal. Because he also wanted vengeance. Which is... He also wanted which revenge. Which is super illegal. Like, he's not... He's yes. not... He wasn't supposed to be allowed back in Japan after he had this full-body prosthetic. And all they want to do is kill the Yakuza and his granddaughter and everyone who was ever friends or family members with this Yakuza yeah. guy. And the cops are like, no, he can't do that. He's our friend. Yeah. The cops are anti-killing Yakuza. They know about the drone strike at this point. Yes, everyone knows about the drone strike. And then, then the next episode, Beta is revealed? Yeah, Beta is revealed to have been... So, at the end of this episode, slash start of the next episode, Beta starts talking about how, like, he's been leaking the information because he wants to... Beta's whole thing is he's, they're trying to do a joke or he just wants to be entertained. He wants to be entertained. He gives a fake reason and then laughs about it. Yeah, like it. they're trying to set up the whole. Because he's the fucking Joker, yeah, baby. They're trying to set up the whole, like, it's the thing they always try to do. It's like, oh, he's a force of nature. He's not a villain you can reason with. Yeah. yeah which is dumb and stupid. Um. Um, so Beta is controlling these construction robots as his avatar, and they have, um, at some point, this episode, Yig shows up again, she got a robot body. Yeah, no, she's back. Do you remember her from last time when she tried to, like, take over all of, all all their souls and lock them in, in fucking cyber hell? Yeah, and then this, then she's calling main character... Oni, Onisa, like, older brother, but then the show is translating it as My Darling. Yeah. Which, weird... They did... That was a weird translation choice. Yeah. I guess they wanted to cut down on the brother conversation, because there was a lot of bro... There's a lot of broing out. Yeah, there's a lot of brothers going on. We got... We got... So, this... I would the, say the love, the, too many. The love boy of the Arab man is the brother of the cop girl... Yeah. Yeah. That's roughly what I would say. Yeah. Are you yeah, there? I'm here. I was, I was thinking. I lost. I'm trying to, I'm trying to exposit this episode, you know, because the way the episode did this was bad. Yeah. There's really, I don't know what to do, folks. Yeah. Like, okay. So. For whatever reason, even though the Yakuza wasn't actually involved in the death of his family, it was those religious fundamentalists who are not on screen, um, the little brother desperately wants to kill the Yakuza too. Yeah. Um, so, the, the, the restoration people decide, fuck the Yakuza, we're gonna send in the mecha unit to just kill everyone, right? Yeah. Yeah. That did happen. The problem is, like, I just don't know. Is that everything? Was that? I mean, that was episode eight. No, no, no. We got we got the explanation from the Arab man about his family in episode eight, I think, not episode seven. So what the fuck even happened in episode seven? They took the Yakuza guy to a subway station to hide them. 
Pretty sure that was episode. That was the whole episode? No. No, no. Oh, back. wait. What happened today? Alma's back. Alma's back. The robot girl's back. Oh, we do we even no, talk about No, we didn't talk about Alma. Alma got, like, taken out, right? And then... Almost been possessed. Yeah, almost been possessed by the Arab man. He just keeps calling him her master. Yeah. What I like about this is last episode we were like, is this is this Arab man done a pedophile? And this time he just has a he just has a robot slave now that calls him master. Yeah. And you're just you're just like that's not great. No, no, that's not. You don't love to see it. You <laughs> actually hate to I'm see so- it. Are we in tropes territory, folks? I think I think this might be doing some tropes about Arab men. We never we never revisit. He is really yeah. cool when he's he looks he looks cool shirtless with all of his tattoos. Yeah, I, we still don't know why he was shirtless. He just kind of took it off. I assume for like yeah, because of final fight reasons, where you just yeah. kind of like. You're like, I'm too strong for this He was now. exposing his tattoos to make a statement to the other Yakuza he was fighting. Limiter. Yeah. So, she now works for this guy. They're trying to bring her back, right? Yeah. Um, and they're failing so far. They... Is there an X-Arms wiki? Let's see. X-Arm wiki. I'm now on the Japanese Wikipedia entry for Exxon. That's not useful. Well, it is for me. I'm on xarm.fandom.com. Its wiki is currently under construction. This has a lot more detail than than our version of the wiki. Like, What is it telling you? Um, oh, it's telling me a lot of things. I'm trying to get to the anime episode, so it's telling me what all of the X-Arms are. Oh, I'm... Oh. Incident. The water purification attack in the Republic of Bodin. The al clan and Minami's parents were slaughtered. Okay. Got it. Episodes. Episodes? Is there a list of episodes? It was distributed on Amazon Prime in Japan. That doesn't help me. Comic. They haven't finished creating the episode summary page on the fandoms. Oh, we are, we are very... Again, like, it's very hard to, to tell you what's happened. I like this bit of incredible euphemism from uh, the fandom wiki. While the animation has garnered some controversy for this radical new approach to animation, most professional anime critics have praised Visual Flight's willingness to experiment with new ideas. I don't believe that's true. You know? Yeah, no, I don't think most people have praised it. Like, we're basically just... I think we're, like, the only people who have seen Episode 7 for 9. Yeah. This whole thing has just been one big fight that just culminated with the U.S. shooting a missile with his super... Yeah, oh, yeah, this, this, no, isn't that an episode... That's episode... This is the next episode, isn't it? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were, I thought we had just summarized everything. Oh, no, we are. Okay, we also going to say So, this, the U.S. is shooting a missile. 
Also, the yeah. Does anything else happen? The now? prime minister signs off know? on it. They transfer. They transfer the police counter coup. They, they do a counter coup against the military with the prime minister and the U.S. military against the yep. restoration bloc, who the prime minister is a part of. Yeah. Um. Oh man, we're really struggling here. What else happens? They don't actually do the fight yet. They start the fight. Beta, oh, that's right. Beta, his whole plan was he wanted Ogre, right? Yeah. Ogre being the mecha suit that apparently uses the X-arm spinal cord to make it be so strong, right? It's very clear this is all just building up to it all being one robot. Yeah. This was, this, like, this entire X-arm set was one robot. It's just all individual body parts. Anyways, Ogre is shot into the field to help fight the Amaterasu unit, which is not the Blast Blue one, but is in fact a weird spider robot that shoots lasers. Beta has hacked into the Amaterasu because he has... Oh yeah, Beta was controlling one of the cops. Yeah. Yeah. One of the cops just was Beta. Um, The old man gets stabbed because he doesn't want to take shit anymore, but he's still alive. Just stabbed. You love to see. Oh, it. Yeah, they talk the Arab man down from his revenge, and then he immediately dies. And then the the little brother is like, "I can't believe yeah. you just dishonored him like that." He died. Yeah, he died. He a died bitch. a bitch. Um, and then he's gonna carry forth his legacy. He has been absorbed into the uh, the Prowler from Spider Man: The Spider Verse. It's very, it's very strange. strange. Nothing in this makes yeah. any sense. I'm listening to you say it. And I think you're lying, even though I just um, saw it. Some like, guy from the police force ago. that I forgot was in the show jumped out of a helicopter to physically insert Alpha's brain. Alpha being Akira, the main character, but physically inserting him to Ogre to make sure Ogre could not be hacked. Then the robot who has been restored to goodness by the power of love and Yig reprogramming her kisses the cop girl, which is censored again to unrestrict his powers, because Beta says that because his powers are unrestricted, he's stronger than Alpha, right? So now Alpha is physically in the ogre body. He's actually controlling it. He's not remotely controlling it. And his powers are unlimited. And they try, then, then Beta tries to shoot Alpha out of the sky with his lasers and fails. Um, also, the auctioneer and the weird Vietnamese man are just sort of talking. Yeah, there's a lot of talking. Oh, and then the auctioneer also uses his Exxon, uses the Exxon that did the Tokyo attack to blow up the roof of the stadium they were in. Also, also, there's more Amaterasu units that Beta is somehow able to remote control, despite needing to physically control the first one, and he's using those to destroy the Mega Float. And Beta's motivation is because he likes watching human conflict, and apparently there was not enough of that already. This whole show is so bad. Yeah. This show is, like, astonishingly bad. Um, the no-noise... The no-noise... The no-noise fight was so was funny. so funny. It was the fun... It was, it was the hilarious, because, like, you could tell they thought it was going to be so cool and such a highlight, and it wasn't. 
Also, oh yeah, the Arab man in that fight, he's dead now, but in that fight, he said, I let you stab me with just the point of your knife so I could tell where you were, and then I got out of the way after the point of the knife was already in my back. Yes. Yeah. Also completely unrelated, but apparently uh, Oscar Schindler was involved in the start of World War II before he decided to be good. I was reading about that today. Yeah. Like, you, you want to yeah, I'm going to elaborate. So, so basically there was this thing that was done that was done because they wanted to justify the war with Poland and make it look like it was Poland's fault. So the Nazis had a bunch of people dress up as Polish people and then attack a German radio station. Right? Yeah. So Schindler, my man, was involved in Nazi intelligence in Poland because Jews, okay. Poles, not. Right? Yeah. So, okay. So he was helping them with Poland. So he supplied them the Polish uniforms they used. Yeah. Yeah. So, at first he was a collaborator who was totally fine with things, right? But then when, like, he was involved in, like, the armaments department and shit, and he was helping the Wehrmacht and their war machine, and he started his enamelware factory, um, because basically his enamelware factory that he ended up using to save all those Jews had been owned by the Jews who were then forced out of it and he was put in charge of it, right? Yeah. yeah. And then he acquired a staff of Jewish workers who he decided he was going to save from the Holocaust. Well, he got better. Yeah. It's very... I mean, he's he's fucking... He, he's Mr. Schindler. We kind of got to... Yeah. We kind of got to give it to... to you got to give it to him. He, it took him a while. He had us in the first half but he really pulled it back, you know? He was like... He just didn't care much about Poland. Yeah, he just didn't like Poland. Which, I mean, I'm not going to say... I'm not going to endorse an anti-Polish message, yeah. but... Am I going to stand up for them? The British did. No. Um, yeah, so he's just decided that he was not down with the Nazi killing the Jews thing. Like, the Nazis, fine. During the Holocaust, not fine. He's like, all right, listen. Yeah. I draw the line at the Holocaust. Yeah. Which, I mean, a lot of people didn't draw the line at the Holocaust, and that's worth pointing yeah. out. Um, I We originally had an idea for a repeating segment, and you've had plenty of time. So, I would like a Magical Girl Raising Project update. Ah, uh, yeah. So, the update on the Magical Girl Raising Project is... Oh, God, what book was I on? Um... Let me get my notes. Sure. I think I was reading Jokers last time, wasn't I? Buddy, I mean, you're the one reading it. I know, but it's been a while. So. Alright, I read, I read the collection of short stories that was designed to fill in some stuff we didn't know. So there's just some... What did, what did you so, learn? So, uh, basically, Nemorine, they were just sort of for fun. It was Nemorine doing fun things. This was, uh, this was just called, I mean, this is just the fourth volume of it. 
It's, it's just, it's fine. It's but, just short stories that have no still dead. bearing on the plot. She's still dead. Oh, wait, no, no, Nemarine isn't dead. Nemarine, because of the way she died, she's actually still a dream entity, so she's not dead. Unlike the others, who are, who are dead dead, Nemarine is alive. She just ascended, and now she's just, like, a good version of Freddy Krueger? Yes. So, okay, so this is going further into this, uh, into this, into this, um, Plot. So there's an antagonist in in that's manipulating things that's being established now, and her name is called Pythi Federica. She was a former. She was a former. Matt. She, she's sort of the origin point of the idea that you should do killing to make better magical girls. Yeah. Yeah. Pythi is also, like, at least at the current moment, a mentor to Snow White because she's trying to corrupt Snow White. She believes Snow White will be the ideal magical girl and she wants to make her stronger. Right? Uh-oh. Yeah. That's not good, given what her agenda is. Yeah. Um, Ripple gets... Diff- so Ripple becomes a fucking badass, right? And she's partners with Snow White. She was already kind of she badass. She was already kind of badass. But she's Snow White's partner and they, like, they have a very good friendship. Ripple gets defeated and captured and brainwashed. And Ripple is being Uh-oh. used as an assassin now. You shouldn't do that. Yeah. So, oh no! I hope she gets she gets rescued. Yeah, I, I hope. Yeah, I don't want anything again. bad to happen to Ripple. I'm against bad stuff. Yeah, and for good stuff, that's where I stand. Yeah. So on the the, the antagonist of the last series I read, which was called Restart. She's the one in charge mm-hmm. of the in, uh, charge of the IT department, and she pulled them all into a program to do a killing game simulation. They were all people who I survived. See. They were people who survived Cranberry's past killing game tests that were put in the simulation, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then Snow White's only really a minor character there, but she just kind of she just kind of helps out. She's just like around. She's part of the investigation department now, and she's literally just being a cop. Well, is she an exception to ACAB, or is she an example? Um, she so far is not AB. She's not been. She's not been abbing, yeah. All cops. Are magical girls. Um, her power Consider. is increasing just over time. Like she can just basically read minds now. I mean, it would be a good power for a cop to know because they'd yeah. be like, "How did you know he was a bad?" Like, guy? well, so if she can make you feel fear, she can determine where you are. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm, I'm scared of a lot of things, so it wouldn't really wouldn't take much to make me afraid. Yeah. You know. Um, she's taken some people's, she's taken some people's equipment now, like dead people. So there was a character called Princess Inferno in Jokers, who was a protagonist. And she had a scythe that was very powerful. Snow White has it now. What is she going to do with that scythe? Um, it's like, it, it, it's, it's a heat-based weapon. And it's able to, it's able to, uh, inflict damage to other magical girls, which is why it's important. Uh Yeah. Um, she also carries on a fire extinguisher for distractions, and she has a bag of holding. I would really... Oh, um, right. Also, she has Ruler. She keeps she keeps Ruler, the weapon Swim Swim used. 
I'd like to do a question and answer section on something I saw recently. It's This is going to be a new segment for the All show. Right. I've seen something. You haven't seen the thing. Um, so we'll begin the question and answer now. Okay. Um, was the thing bad? Uh, I thought it was a pretty fun time. Okay. Something good. Was it anime? No. It was a game. I said it was good. It was based, it was, uh, games were involved. Was it that new game? No. It wasn't near. I see, I see. Can I, can I get some guidance I... on what direction I should be going? Yeah, so it was a professional uh, esports league for a. Oh, oh yes, I recall popular. that you you had mentioned this. It was the it was like the it was the uh, it was like the the it, management sim one. No, it is a farming simulator has a professional sports league people, and they've got they got jackpots that are fifteen thousand euros. Nice. And they're all sponsored by fucking actual tractor companies. It's the funniest fucking shit. That's hilarious. Like, like actual, like, wait, wait, does that mean the audience is actual farmers? No. The people competing look like, alternatively, the guy from the Zoomer memes and the fucking, like, least efficient manager at Chili's. They're all Germans, if that gives you an idea. They all look like assistant managers at Chili's that will never be promoted to full manager, but can they're never going to fire. He's until he like hits on a fifteen-year-old girl who works yeah. there. Is roughly the vibe. Yeah, you know? and they're not. But instead of like delivering blooming onions to people or whatever the fucking fake name that they are at, at Chili's, uh, I forget what 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 all the blooming onion pseudonyms are. But you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah, like the onion the onion awesome. bomb. The, we legally can't call it a Bloomin' Onion because Outback has a copyright on but that. But we all know, folks, we all know what it yeah, is. It's a Bloomin' Onion. But yeah. To be fair, I do like going to Outback. Outback is a restaurant I enjoy. The thing about Outback is that people want you to believe that it's a bad restaurant just because it is. Yeah. But it's a fun it's restaurant. It's a fun restaurant. It's fun to go to Outback. You enjoy your time there it's, at the bad restaurant. It's so funny that they were like, they had no relation to Australia at yeah. all. They just picked a country seemingly at random that they knew nothing about. And then instead of like Googling it, they're like, let us imagine what the national dish of Australia would be like. And it, they were just, they just settled on an onion, for, a fried onions with dip. Yeah. You know, and then they, and then everyone just saw what they were doing and they just said, can we do that? Yeah. And they could. And they could just. And they were it. like, what well, if we don't call it Australian? What if we just say, oh, this is just food? Because it's, it is just food. It's all just food. And the best part about Outback is they give you that, that little bread with the butter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know what you mean. Now that, that, there you go. There you what go. What you need to do is um, you need to eat an Outback steakhouse. Do not feel shame. But I would really like to elaborate on the scoring system. Yeah, how do you score for... in in professional farming simulation? It's very simple. So it begins at a full harvest, right? And you can see the ghosts of like it's like Mario Kart ghosts running around of the uh, of the people on the other team. And I'm not going to get complicated. We talk about the pick band phase later. But it, you you run around, you collect grain, and you collect hay bales, right? And your grain goes into the grain pit, and the more grain, the more grain you put in, 
the, the higher your score multiplier gets and the lower your opponent gets. It's one to one. So it could be 2-2 two, two, or it could be like, um, you know, like at some points 3-1 in terms of your score multiplier if you're getting them good, that good grain going. And so then you get points off of getting the bales. Right. And you put them up in the, in the thing and then it goes in the, in the whatchamacallit and they get the points. And they, they just run around in big tractors and trucks and stuff trying to collect all the fucking hay bales they can get their little grubby European hands on. So and it, it's is... shoutcasted in German. And so then they have a person dubbing over it in very, like, you know, they're getting what they're paying for in terms of the English. I see. So they're not paying much. No, I don't imagine so. It, it's a very weird artifact of of culture that exists now. And I really, someone is going to fucking make a YouTube video and they're going to be like, ooh, look at this wacky thing I found. And listener, you can get in on this. You can go to their Twitch channel. They've got the VODs. Go to the finals and look at this last game where fucking Vol- Volmo just gets fucking completely destroyed. They have no idea what they're doing. They're fucking incompetent. They're an embarrassment to their, con- their tractor construction company that, that sponsored them. It was disgusting the way they got out. They got they went for the early rush strategy. and it didn't work. So what did they do again? They tried it again. It didn't work. Imbeciles. Absolute yeah. fools. Now Trelleborg, on the other hand, now there's a there's a there's a company that you can trust. They had the the transport company strategy, which I have no idea what any of the rules of this game are, to be clear beyond what I just said. And th- there's like a pick ban phase where they can like ban tractors and like you can pick special abilities and stuff. There's like a point system. Like it's very elaborate for something that's like a game mode. And the funniest part about this, the absolute funniest part about all this, is the comments of everything on YouTube related to this are just full of mad farming simulator fans that are like, why are you putting money in this instead of farming simulator? Farming simulator deserves better. And it's like, I mean, I, I guess it might piss you off if you're that, but they're like, well, you didn't fix the bug on this tractor and you made this bullshit. And it's like, well, I guess you shouldn't buy the game. Though, yeah. You know, that's what gamers are always saying. They're always saying I'm mad about games, but then they just buy the same bad games, you know? Be the change, you know? Be the change you want to see in the world. You know who said that? Gandhi. And he is a completely unproblematic figure that you should not Google. Yeah, don't don't Google Gandhi. Bad idea. But I think that's everything to do with Exxon. Yes. Yeah. I believe we conveyed our emotional despair yes, we have. in this extended emotional poem yeah. that we've reached. That we've just reached out. Talking about Schindler, yeah. Pre-list. Talking about sunflower seeds that honestly I shouldn't have bought. Yeah, you should not have bought covered them. in them. It was a mistake. A lot like X arms. Yes. And next week we will hopefully have more X arm tech yeah. to deliver to the masses of of starving children who want to hear about bad anime and what what's going on. If you have any suggestions? I would recommend sending in your your requests uh, a week yeah, before you week, listen we, to this because we won't be able to yeah, grasp, we won't be able to grasp it yet. But if you have any suggestions, we fucking need them. Yeah, no, I mean, this was a really good idea and it came from our listeners. Yeah. So uh, if you enjoyed these three episodes, I'd really have to wonder why. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you enjoyed learning Oscar Schindler is not a great guy and also that 
At one time, he got yeah, better. He got better. He, he got, got better. better. It's so easy for you to sit here and judge Schindler, and he's it's in all it's the really bad easy to did. judge Schindler for basically allowing World War Two to start, but he did save several hundred Jews, and that's what matters. Is that eventually he turned it around? Yeah. Hitler would have found someone to make the clothes because it's just folks. like that other guy, you know, the Japanese guy who like tossed the visas out of his train and would just sort of pretend he was not like a senior Japanese diplomat involved with the Empire of Japan. Folks, we're all friends here. We're all, we're all yeah. here. We're all you buddies. Know, some people, they buddies. just have a different line, and that line is the Holocaust isn't okay. Everything before that is. That should not be your line, by the way. Do not make that your line. We will see what is going on in the world next yeah. week. Bye. Goodbye.